0: SBR, the people's pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content every other week. I'm Cliff, he's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? We got something special for you guys, something that we don't typically do, but we are going to rank the top 50 NBA players coming into the 23-24 season, Joe. It's it's not easy making these lists, (laughs) especially not not clickbaity.
1: It is not easy trying to do a real
0: list. We're going to break it down 10 at a time. So we're going to do 41 to 50 today. And you'll get five more. We'll do each 10 at a time. Probably break it up in social clips. But the way we kind of did it was we based it on the impact for the coming season, Mm -hmm. which is based on historics from previous seasons, right? You got to have data to get there value relative to other players like you know who who's valuable based on who's around them i think availability is something we talked about that actually really matters uh and then of course the good old if the players didn't exist above them who is the next best player in the nba kind of discussion right so um we're also going to play a game i think we'll, we'll maybe we'll play all in or fold On some of these guys, if the ratings go up, and maybe Mm -hmm. maybe even pick who we think of all the players in this bracket, you would bet on the most. Joe, Mm -hmm. you want to add anything?
1: No, I mean we're basically the kind of the two questions we're looking at is uh, why are they this high? Yep. And then why aren't they higher? Yep. Because those are based. You know, whenever I look at like an ESPN list. <clears throat> that's what I always think. Yeah, I look at a guy and I'm like, oh, okay. Rudy Gobert is like the, you know, 10th best player in the NBA. Yep. Why <laughs> the heck is he this high? Uh-huh. Like, why do you have him this high? Please explain. Cause you know, they just say generic things basically. Right? Like, oh, yeah. here are his numbers. Here are his, but my question is like, but why do you have him so high? <laughs> like, that's my question. So you got to Versus like Dame that.
0: at 17. It's yeah, like, and what?
1: Then, yeah. And then Dame's so low. And I'm like, why isn't he higher? So if they could answer that, if they were like, oh, well, he's not higher because for this reason, or, you know, Gobert is this high because he has such a great, you know, defensive impact on the court. Like, that's BS. But if if they said that, at least. (laughs) As we
0: pointed out years ago.
1: (laughs) Yes. At least it's an answer, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, it's like, oh, this guy's ranked 50 and here are his numbers. It's like, okay, but that doesn't tell me anything. (laughs) Like, I could just look that up. Like, how does that justify his place on the list? So those are the two main questions. Obviously, we'll go over their numbers and things. But those are the questions we'll be answering.
0: All right. Let's get right into it at number 50. <laughs> well, first, oh, first, should I do an honorable mention? for?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's throw in the honorable mention. So people know where we are in yeah, the list.
0: Honorable mentions. Shout out. To some of our boys and non-boys. Well, I guess they're all our boys. We got Clay coming in. We got, of course, our boy Austin Reeves, who is tearing mm. up Team mm. USA right now. AR-15. Tyler Hero Woo. out there balling. Mm. You got Kyle Kuzma, the original boy, the carne asada burrito. We got <laughs> CP3. Uh, You know, he's 38 years old. We got Evan Mobley. <laughs> Ooh. You got Draymond Green. A lot of, lot of fringe guys. You can make yeah. an argument that they belong. I wouldn't be mad at you if you argued sure. against us that they belong. But sure. this is our list, and you hear us out. See if you agree or not. Yes. All right.
1: Go ahead. Number 50. Coming in at number 50.
0: <laughs> Who, who's it going to be? zion Williams, oh! 50
1: yes yes and we'll get into it because already you're thinking why so high or why not higher of course
0: but uh, how, is let, just... how is it possible how is it possible he's 50 joe
1: let's just go over some some things first uh in his most recent season he was 26 7 and 5
0: wow pretty good on 61%
1: shooting 1.1 steals
0: that's top 10 player level
1: (laughs) it it, it indeed is of course you know look when he's on the court he's amazing the problem is he's just not on the court that much he's played 114 games cliff in four seasons
0: 114
1: Four seasons in the same four years. Ben Simmons, who feels like he's never on the court, even when he's on the court, played 157 games. Oh my God, 43 more, as you pointed out, Cliff. Greg Oden, <laughs> he played 105 games in his in three seasons. <laughs> Greg Oden, injured. Four other Greg seasons. Odin. I mean, uh, come on. Zion, I'm sorry. It's just, we just can't trust you anymore. You say this every season. I don't care how many pictures people post of how good (laughs) this guy's in now. Oh, he's in the greatest shape of his life. He's he's changed. I don't care if every day he's posting pictures of just celery and carrots that are his meals. (laughs) I don't care, Cliff. He's got to go through one, at least one full season, 75 plus games, tearing it up every night, averaging his numbers, no complaints about any knee stuff, no complaints about any foot stuff, no, no weight stories, right? Like nothing coming out of the woodwork. Got a real trainer, got a real, like a whole season, Cliff, like a whole season and some playoff games. That's what I need to see for Zion Williamson to move up. I don't care if 30 games in, he's averaging 35, 10, and 10, and he's <laughs> destroying rims, okay? Because I know that's what's going to happen. 30 yep. games in, it's going to be like, oh, you guys were wrong. Well, let's just see where he's at 65 games in, okay? If he's still doing that, all the way through an entire season, okay, by next season, when we make the list, I'll be like, all right, you know, we'll move him. We'll move him into the top 20 or whatever, all right? But if at game 68, Cliff, (laughs) after six, you know, oh, he's tearing it up on Game 68, if his knee breaks because, you know, his body is not used to playing this much, then I'm going to give a big fat, I told you so.
0: Here's the biggest travesty of this Joe Zion Williamson has played 114 games and he is a two-time all-star how is that possible Uh, how (laughs) he played 29 games last season and he was an all-star Joe how how is this possible that's freaking terrible man that's why guys like Dame don't have more all-stars in twenty six, just as a refer, I know we'll get to Dave. The disrespect <laughs> on Damian Lillard. In 2016, 2017, he averaged 27 points per game. Six, I think six rebounds, five assists, six, or five, five rebounds. Yeah. yeah, five rebounds, six assists, under like 48, 47% shooting. And he didn't make the All-Star game.
1: Nope.
0: Guess who made it? DeAndre Jordan <laughs> and Gordon Hayward. What? Uh, what? God. We'll get oh god. the this later. That's, that's just a, that's, that's just letter. a little that's a, just sure. a little snippet for you guys. But but you're you're right. Every year it happens. All of a sudden he looks like a Greek god. You're like <laughs> oh my gosh he is chiseled. All of a sudden you see the little Snapchats, you see the TikToks, you see the little Instagram stories of Zion doing a windmill dunk at a camp. You're like oh he's back. It looks so good. Mm. And then of course. Season starts. The grind happens. And as, you know, this time we know, it's not just Beignets that's got him salivating. (laughs) It's other
1: things. There's other things now. And that's not good. That that, that doesn't bode well.
0: Zion Williamson is the cookie monster, okay? (laughs) Literally and figuratively. He's just this cute Muppet. He's just talking, he can have a conversation, then all of a sudden, there's cookies involved, and he just goes (laughs) insane. (laughs) He loses control of who he is and what he is. Or maybe that's who he actually is. That's the problem and that's why zion is not higher and that's why i even bet that he will be lower by the end of this okay joe fold on this hand. i fold on zion i'm never betting on this hand again okay if i ever see jack nine again i'm not doing it okay
1: (laughs) that's what it but it's suited cliff it's It's suited. suited it's suited He reminds me of, who's the character from Popeye? I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. (laughs) I don't know why, but that's just like, like in many ways, you know, I mean, it kind (laughs) of just the food thing. What a reference. It's not a a direct analogy, you know, but it's kind of like the food thing's in there. And this guy is talking about he's going to pay you. You know, he's kind of talking about, no, you're going to, hey, you're going to get your return on investment. All right. Just, just, just trust me. Just trust me, bro. Just trust me. I'll <laughs> get you back. And I feel like, you know what, Zion, I'm sorry. All right? To quote the great uh Maya Angelou, when people tell you who they are, believe them the first time,
0: right? <laughs> and,
1: or when people show you who you, who they are, I believe. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. I Look, he's got enough times. He's had enough chances. <laughs> And you gave him many chances. I was kind of more out on him earlier. You were more out. Yeah, I gave
0: him chances. (laughs) You
1: gave him many chance, and I just – I can't give him any – I'm definitely folding. It doesn't even look like Jack Knight. Maybe it it is Jack Knight, but it looks like, you know, 8-3 at this (laughs) point. I'm just like, why do I keep going in on these? Why do I keep going in on these, Cliff?
0: (laughs) I'm just – I'm folding. But we have to put him here. We have to put him here because he averages 26 points per game when he plays. Hey, because sometimes
1: you get you 8-3 and then eight 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 on the bottom, hey. You're just <laughs> like, oh, crap. You're just like, oh, shoot. Good thing I played.
0: It was cheap. But the problem is that. no one else has anything. So they all fold when you bet. And they you're like, fold. oh, I guess we're not making the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. I guess we are not making the playoffs. Zion at number 50. Joe at number 49, who we got? We have the
1: presumably <laughs> the rookie sensation, mm-hmm. probably rookie of the year, Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama Wemby.
0: Wemby. In mean, the summer league. In the summer league. Okay, 18-10-2, ten. Yeah. Two, four blocks, forty percent shooting, thirty percent from three. He shot bad, sixty nine percent of the free throw line. Yes, you know, but I mean the athleticism, the length—it's there, it's there. And I love the defense.
1: I mean, it's just, there, man—the blocks uh-huh. and just not even just blocks. It's more just altering shots. It's more just kind of being in there, making guys miss. Yeah. And so I, I think he's got good instincts. He looks good. He doesn't look quite at, like I'm not as worried as I was with Chet Holmgren.
0: Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah, remember we did the whole <laughs> yeah. on Yeah, ice. yeah, the giraffe ice skating yeah, in the, a blizzard. Giraffe
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, when I watched him early in the summer, like, I was just like, hey, this guy's going to get hurt. And lo yeah. and behold, that's he got what hurt. you
0: said about Chet. Immediately, you said he it.
1: He looks too skinny, right? And like, I think with Wemby, although he is skinny, he just doesn't look quite as awkward. It's true. Yeah, I think he looks a lot more smooth, and so I'm not as worried about him getting hurt. Uh, Is he going to be amazing this season? I don't think so. No. I mean, he doesn't have it yet. He doesn't have all the skills, the pace of the game. Like, if you can't dominate Summer League, if you can't shoot over 50% in in Summer League, like,
0: when it's the real guys. When you're that tall, when you can dunk (laughs) without jumping – yeah, when there's
1: the eighties of the world, the Jokic's of the world, the Giannis's yeah. of the world, all of a sudden are coming in. Uh, you're not gonna be able to keep up with that speed and and athleticism and
0: strength. So, night in, night out,
1: night in, night out. But can he be a very impactful player defensively? Yeah. Is he gonna get you know ten plus points on just putbacks and like you know yeah. finding the ball? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I like him. I like him where he's at. You know, I can't I can't give him the credit right now. I don't think he's going to have some kind of breakout season, but he's going to be impactful. I think he will be impactful, especially playing for, you know, the Spurs, great organization, he'll get good coaching.
0: Yeah, I think what you said is very true about Chet, right? The way he yeah. walked looked awkward. Yeah, it was you know? not good. It it didn't have that smoothness. Whereas a Wemby looks KD like Mm. Where it's like, it's smoother, but it looks awkward because he's so long, you know? It's like, (laughs) you're used to seeing it way more compact, like in like a Mikael Bridges or even more compact like Wiggins, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that's the way a shot is supposed to look. (laughs) But when you see him do it, you're like... Why is your arm so long? <laughs> you know, it takes in that way? so long for him to get
1: into his shooting yeah. motion. So, like,
0: in that way, it looks so weird, right? Not uh, awkward. It looks weird, sure. but it's smooth still, right? Yeah. It's like it it, the way he's moving his body, the way he's moving his arms, the way he's pulling up for a shot. He, like, does that one foot three, you know, yeah. one legged three. It looks smooth. Mm-hmm. You it know, does. like genuine. It
1: looks like it's in slow motion as you're. It saying, does because it's so his <laughs> body's just so long. But yeah. yes, it looks it looks smooth though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, for me, if I had to bet, I would fold on Wemby going higher because I think mm. there are people below him, such as the Tyler Heroes, such as mm. the Austin Reeves. Yep. Those guys, to me, seem more likely to take his spot than for him to take the spot of those above, in sure. my opinion.
1: I actually agree. I think Wemby is like pocket jacks, but then flop is like ace, king, queen. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> Where you're, you're like, oh, like, I crap. I guess yeah. I have a straight draw. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I had a good hand. And that's what, you know, in a vacuum, I yeah. think it's a great – he's a great player, and it's a yeah. great hand. But then once you start looking at, okay, what's on the board, you're like, oh,
0: shoot. Oh. Here, yeah. come, here comes, here comes <laughs> all these other guys. Yeah, like, oh, you know, crap.
1: You know, like all these. Everyone stayed in. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's. It's like you're four-handed and it's yeah. king queen. You're like, all right, I don't think, and it's suited, and you're just like, all right, I don't, and you don't have what you know. It's all spades, and you know, you got
0: yeah, two red cards. He, you're like, all even right. having to bang against Clint Capella's, you know, like of those of the world. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, and and of yeah. course, my boy JV. You're gonna feel some Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna feel something. It's not gonna yeah. be as pleasant as yeah. it used to be.
1: Yeah, but when they play Phoenix, he'll have like a hundred blocks on DeAndre Ayton.
0: <laughs> Who, by the way, is going the way of Zion as his role model. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. oh no. Why must you do
1: this? But he finally got good good teammates, Cliff, apparently. <laughs> In FIBA. As <laughs> he <So> commented. <laughs> I don't know why. Why? Why? I don't know. All
0: right. Moving on. Number 48, Joe. Who we got at number 48? We have FVV. <laughs> that does not roll off the top. <laughs>
1: Fred Van Vliet. Everyone's like, who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anyone even calls him that. Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. And he's one of those guys who is... I mean, look,
0: he is... He hes he is polarizing. Because there he are going to be people that are going to be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and there are going to be other people are like, dude, he's so clutch. Like, you guys have yeah, him man. way too low. I mean, look, Fred VanVleet is a good
1: player. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll say he's a good player. I mean, we're putting him in the top 50, right? Last season, he was nineteen four and 7 Yeah. Solid. Sounds like great numbers for Toronto. I mean played you know, he's obviously a very impactful player on that team. Problem is, is Cliff. He He shot thirty nine percent from the field. He's shot over forty three percent zero times in his career. 35, 42, 41, 41, 39, 40, and 39. And he's That's not even, so it, bad. Yeah, and it's not even like it's 35, 37, 39, 41, 41. You know what I mean? It's not ascending. It's yeah. just all over the place kind of. And this just kind of is who he is, right? Again, thank you, Maya Angelou. But you, this is just who he is. And um, he's averaged uh, over 20 points per game one time in his seven-year career. I, I do think, like... If you're this inefficient, and I'm not, like, a huge efficiency guy, but if you're this inefficient, you got to be, like, AI to me. Mm. Like, if you're going to be a volume scorer, you have to be so impactful on the court. Yeah. Like, like you have to be so clutch. Yeah, and just so relentlessly attacking the basket. And so, like, I'm just going to put the team on my back. And even if I'm 0 for 20, I'm going to go – I'm going to be 10 for 30 by the end of the game. You know, which is, like, that's what AI would do, right? Like, AI would be, like, 2 for 13 in a game, and then by the end of the game, you know, he's, like, 10 for 25. Which which is, like, yeah, not great, but it's, like, man, but he really went on a tear there, right? Like, he (laughs) he hit, like, seven shots in a row, you know, and then he kind of brought his percentage up. And, like, that's how you got to be. And Van Vliet, unfortunately, he's not that caliber of player, right? So I don't think his production justifies his inefficiency. And so... You know, why is he this high? Because, look, he's an impactful player. He's a good NBA player. He does a lot of other things. He gets his teammates involved. Why isn't he higher? Because he just – I mean, you look at all the guys above him. There's no way he can be – you cannot justify him
0: being higher on this list. His legend is much greater than the player he is, right? Came Mm. from nothing. Undrafted. G League. Like, Mm. that legend, that story – you know, hmm. like self-made, he's clutch, all that stuff. Not discounting any of it, but when you look at the reality, to me, he's the inefficient version of Jalen Brunson. That's that's mm. like that's what he yeah. is, right? Jalen Brunson, great impact on the court, leader in the locker room, clutch person. But Jalen Brunson also delivers the goods throughout the game, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so and
1: even in the playoffs now, and even in the playoffs, that. yeah.
0: Joe, here's the real problem with Fred Van Vliet. He's the 14th highest paid player in the NBA. We talk, we'd put Holy him at 48th crap. best player. He's paid as the 14th best player. $40 million. Paid wow. less than him, Joe. AD. <laughs> wow. Trey.
1: Trey, Young. Luca.
0: Luca. Wow. And Zach Levine. Jeez. My real question, Joe... Why did Houston want him this much? Like, this bad, right? They wanted this veteran stability, so they overpaid him. They had Kevin Porter Jr. already. They had Jalen Green. They have those two guys to start. Why do you need Fred Van Vleet there? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Honestly, to me,
1: terrible deal because... They have, young, they have a young core. They do. The type of guy you bring in is definitely not this guy. It's because, Todd Gibson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you either want a vet who's a on good the locker room guy. Yeah, you need the, the Haslam type guy, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah or yeah.
1: you need – if you are going to get a star, right, or like a semi-star or like a fringe all-star type player, you know, who's just like a veteran who's going to be like, yeah, you're a leader for like a year or two, right? You can't get an inefficient volume scorer. No, because that obviously takes possessions away from your young core. It's gonna prevent them from developing. They're also it's also gonna create some kind of resentment. It's also gonna be like you know what I'm saying. Like you don't get like a Kobe type guy unless he's Kobe. <laughs> you know, you, right. like you, AI. Exactly. And the thing right. about AI, even right, and he's I think AI is kind of the the epitome of that kind of volume, yeah, shooter. star right he's like he's like the height of what that kind of player can achieve right mvp carried the team to the finals in 2001 right like even ai he couldn't play once his like once he just lost a little bit he he was almost like unplayable right he goes to denver they're much worse with him Yeah, you know, I mean, even the latter years in Philly, it just wasn't working out. Remember, they had they had both AIs, right? They had AI and they had Iggy. (laughs) Yeah, Iggy, and Iggy was like a young kind of emerging star at that time, and it just didn't work. It couldn't work because the only way Allen Iverson was effective was as a volume scorer. What's he gonna do in Houston? How's he gonna play? Like, how are they gonna develop him? Jacking up twenty shots a game? Like, I just don't really see it. And so I agree. I mean, obviously on the money, I agree. And I just. I, I don't know, man. I, I do think like he is—he's is a little bit overrated right
0: now. Because I'm sure
1: some people are like, "Dude, he's a top 30 player." You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Uh-huh. No way.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the thing that boggles my mind about Houston is who was bidding against them <laughs> that they needed to offer this <laughs> like so quickly.
1: Uh, they're Here, bidding against themselves.
0: <laughs> here's here's where I think that max money would have been better, and they probably they could have overpaid to get him is Draymond Green. That wow. is the person I think fits perfectly mm. into their system as this, even a starter leader yeah. that changes that... the culture mm. of that team. Shows them changes work the ethic. Culture. Yep. Shows Teachers them all this. Because yep. mm. they they have, you know, Jabari Smith, right? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Jabari Smith? Yeah. And then they, at, at the three. And they have Alpern, Seagurn, at the five, and they got KPJ, they got Jalen Green. They have a good. What? <laughs> Is that
1: sometimes I can't tell? You guys know Cliff's troll, you guys, but I sometimes I can't tell if you think that's his real name or not. He's talking, some people you don't even know who he's talking about. He's talking about Shen Goon.
0: <laughs> Alpern Segrin, Okay? <laughs> they got <laughs> oh they got gosh. such a good oh young gosh. core that could do something, but they really need to build out their identity. Who are they? We don't know who they are, right? Whereas the Grizz, we know who they are. They're the Gen Z team. We know who they are. But we don't know who Houston is. And they need an identity. And yeah sure van vliet can come in and try to do that it just the fit does does not work so yeah. i again am gonna fold on van vliet i'm folding i three i'm three for three yeah. unfolding here <laughs> I'm also folding.
1: unfortunately van vliet you know yeah Wembley's i like, like van vliet backs. too van vliet's
0: like pocket he's like sevens. pocket threes
1: <laughs> yeah
0: maybe. your I'm hope is to ba- hit a set how often do you do that a uh, career 35% times, 42%, 41%. That's that's how often. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad.
1: Unfortunately, right. I think also in Houston, it's going to be worse. He's going to not look great.
0: Yeah, that's why. So, yeah. And he's going to make the other guys worse, I think, unfortunately, taking the time away. Yeah. yeah. I think Jabari might be better. I mean, Jalen Green, I guess they're giving up on KPJ.
1: Like I wouldn't, that's so weird though, but I, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I would to overpay for Draymond, but I do like that idea. Yeah. Cause he would help them defensively. He would definitely help their culture. And the thing about Draymond also is that he's a good passer. Yeah. Yeah. So he can actually, I think help them offensively just scheme, find their places. Yeah. Yeah not obviously he's not an op, like he himself doesn't produce offense but he will help the offense so i like it
0: maybe van vliet should i wouldn't to overpay though i wouldn't overpay
1: for him <laughs> maybe yeah. should uh, want to boston oh yeah maybe
0: well maybe. they couldn't afford him cuz van vliet was just going to go where the money was <laughs> that's true he doesn't care about fit he's just like all right that's great. I, I'll take forty million a yeah, year. I, mean,
1: I don't I don't I don't I don't blame him at all. Yeah I, I don't, don't blame, blame him at all. all. Dude. I mean yeah would, go
0: get the bag. Yeah. Go get the bag. All right, Joe. Number 47, who do we have? We have does this guy have any
1: nicknames? Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. We have Josh Giddy. 17, 8, and 6, 4 triple doubles, 48% shooting. Um, he look, he, is a, he has no nicknames, a, not even on basketball reference. I, I don't know. I don't think he has any nicknames. I, I don't know. He's, and I don't have that much to say about him, Honestly. <laughs> Why is he ranked here? Because he's good. He's a good player. He's a good all around player. He can score. He can yeah. pass. Yeah. You know, he pretty much helps the team in every way. Is he a superstar? No, he's not a superstar. Is he a great guy to have on your team that's going to make everyone else better? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. is. He yeah. has great vision. He's yeah. just, like, all he does around it all. great. Yeah, he does it all. He helps in pretty much every way. And um, I don't know. That's just that's just why he's here. I'm sorry. Maybe we should have sold out and just picked a more fun guy to talk about. He's <laughs> like, part of the young core in OKC. Like, OKC he is, like, they're exciting because they have a lot of, you know, they got the Jalen Williams is they got Chet coming SGA obviously SGA, yeah, SGA of is course amazing who we and are so ter- very ter- bullish know, on SGA's, yep. yeah Sj SGA is SGA's a beast and so Giddy is a great piece to have for them I think he'll be important for them as they develop but um I don't know that's all I really have to say about <laughs> him Sky just one nickname what can I say about him <laughs>
0: He, yeah, no drama guy <laughs> fits in everywhere, you know. Plays well with the starters, plays well with the non starters. He can carry without them. He sure plays great, you know. To me, Giddy, the 47th spot is a manifestation of like all these underrated guys, like Austin mm. Reeves, Norman Powell, Kuzma, mm. Wiggins, Middleton, like mm. all those guys. Yeah. They're Giddy. You're the representation of those guys. Except <laughs> we think you're better. Guys. You're better than those guys.
1: <laughs> he's the king of those guys. He's holding yeah. it down for those guys.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's the king of the underrateds. He's yes. like, hello, I'm here. Although, I don't know if that's how he talks. we were saying,
1: though, maybe we should move AR15 up into this
0: spot because Dude.
1: he is tearing it up right now.
0: He is the head of PSR on Team, U- Team USA. His player efficiency rating is at the I top. Mean,
1: after his playoff run and then how he's looking now coming into this season, he just got paid. And he doesn't seem like – to me, he does not seem like the type of guy who is the I got the bag and so I'm chilling. Yeah. You know, he looks very motivated to me. Young guy was motivated. He's so, top
0: three in points per game on, on the team. He's top number one in assists per game on the team. Wow. He is basically – between him and Josh Hart are single-handedly making Ingram confused about what he's supposed to be doing.
1: Cliff, is he going to? I know this is not an Austin Reeves section, but we're we're talking about
0: him now <laughs> we're <like> a fan. <laughs> because we're Lakers fans. Because it's a manifestation of all this. <laughs>
1: is he gonna buck? Is he going to finally buck the law of LeBron? Because this would be kind of unprecedented. There would be a young emerging star playing alongside LeBron James. LeBron has pretty much killed everybody who he's ever played with. Ever. Yeah, the development and growth, at least, of any player. Mm. Like, nobody ever gets better playing alongside LeBron. They mm. all get worse. And Correct. so, including Kuzma. even young emerging stars. Even, even the Kuzmas, Ingrams, yeah, even those guys. Dwayne
0: Wade, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love, Kyrie yeah. Irving. All those guys, everybody, and so I don't know. Can he buck Possibly. the trend?
1: I'm gonna. And he's the time. he's the
0: third guy. He's the third guy.
1: You know what I'm saying? And, so already, Ad's taking a hit, but usually the third guy really takes a hit, right? The Bosches, yeah. the Kevin Loves, they just get destroyed. It's
0: it's the ninth, tenth guys that do well, right? Eighth, right. ninth, of tenth guys that do really well. Yeah, the, the Hachimuras—they're the, just yeah. beasts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing, Joe. Here's the thing. I said the law of LeBron is the strongest law, even stronger than the Clipper curse. But I saw him let go last season of the law. Mm, true. I true. saw him. I saw him rip pages out of his gospel and just <laughs> start to throw it away. I was shocked.
1: He wrote a new translation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Change> things. <laughs> Yeah. This this is he he stopped the NIV. He went to the message version, okay? The message.
1: It's the message now? Oh, all right. Some things changed the then. Deep Bible reference.
0: This, this is pretty different. Yeah, this is pretty different. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, it, it, even starker difference. They went from King James to King James version to to the message. Even more relevant.
1: Yeah, Even exactly. The
0: King James version. Oh, man. The King James. They updated
1: that version. No <laughs> the more King wit- James. The
0: witness version, okay? The eyewitness <laughs> version to wow. the message. All right. All right. I think, <laughs> I I think like that's it. what's happening to Austin Reeves. Mm. I think that's what's happening to LeBron. And I think LeBron is realizing, one, he's tired. He's a little more tired than before. Yeah. And number two, I think – he wants to put his money where his mouth. I don't know. Actually, I think it's only number one. I think it's because he's tired. <laughs> I think that's the true, true reason. The true
1: reason. Why? It, it, I think it is, honest. I think he is just accepting. I give him credit, though. He's accepting he can't do what he used to do. Yeah. Finally. He's accepting. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. yeah. I think he, he just re, he just knows, like, dude, I just can't. I just can't try to do everything. And I need to just trust my teammates more and let them create and sometimes just, like, chill. Yeah.
0: I can't believe it.
1: Yeah, credit to Braun.
0: I can't believe it. Now it's the law of Luca, Or maybe it's the law of Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that Kyrie's is a whole different law. That is yeah. that is not the law of LeBron. That is a, diff, it's that is a different It's closer to the Clipper curse.
0: It's the curse of Kyrie. The Kyrie curse.
1: curse of Kyrie.
0: Hmm. Curse with a K. <laughs> yeah. Is it stronger right, Joe. than the Clipper curse? We'll see. We'll find out. We'll, it made we'll Luca hate basketball. He was I smiling mean, on the court before. Okay, Ivy's Joe. he's
1: destroying better players than the Clipper curse ever destroyed. So,
0: <laughs> Oh, there it so is. We'll see.
1: We'll see. All
0: right, Joe. Number 46. Number 46. Tyrese Maxey. Maxey. Maxie, you and I both like Maxi. I love Maxi.
1: Twenty three and four on forty eight percent shooting. Woo! Even more impressive, Cliff. Twenty five five and four on forty seven percent shooting without James Harden. I love that. Love it. Look, we all know he is. He's the only guy, really, on Philly who is. I don't know, like not the only guy who's clutch. I don't think Embiid is unclutch. I don't think clutch is the right word. It's not, yeah. But he kind of has, like, a Shaq problem. Like, he has a little bit of – he can't necessarily get into his spots or his offense exactly when he wants to, how he wants to, because he's a big man. And it's just not always easy. You need a guard. Yep. Yep. You need someone who can dribble penetrate. You need someone who can create shots for other people. Harden, obviously, is just (laughs) chokage. Like – in the playoffs, in the fourth quarters. Although, he had a couple good performances. but And then he came back down to earth. And he performed how we expected him to. And so, I think Maxi is that guy for Philly. He needs to be that guy for Philly. For them to have any chance. And I like him. He's got like a chip on his shoulder. He's got like a... You know, that, that inner drive and motivation. And... I like it from him as a young guy. I don't see that in too many guys. You know, at least where it's readily identifiable. I'm not saying, like, all, a lot of other guys are unclutched necessarily, but you don't also look at them and be like, oh, that guy really wants it, mm, right? And mm-hmm. when I see Tyrese Maxey on the court, I do think he Like, I believe him. You know, mm-hmm. when he's out there, like, getting hyped and, you know, when he'll yeah. hit big threes or he's, like, pumping up his team, like, I believe him, you know, like... And that's huge. I think that's huge for a potential star. He's not a star currently, but he potentially, I think, can be. And so I, I really like Tyrese Maxey.
0: What I think the word you're looking for is he's unafraid. Mm. I think that's what it is, right? Where you see Harden, he is afraid. He's afraid. Deer in headlights. headlights. Yep. Embiid <laughs> is flustered. Oh, that's a, good, that's a good word. Yeah, to describe Embiid. Mm-hmm. But Maxi is not scared. He is scared. unafraid. Whatever mm. throws at him, right? Mm. To me, the big thing, game six, game seven, when they were getting trounced, when they were so close, when <laughs> Doc Rivers blew another lead again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tyrese Maxi outscored both Harden and Embiid combined in the fourth quarters of those games. Combined. Mm. Because he was not scared. Of course, it's not that much of a thing because Harden scored zero. (laughs) (laughs) So he outscored Embiid. Everybody, we Uh outscored. We we tied with James Harden (laughs) in the fourth quarter. (laughs) You and I. But to me, Uh, that says a lot, right? When things are going down, when things are going bad for you, Who's going to be like, give me the ball. I will stop mm. the bleeding. When you, mm. when, when you go to the hospital and someone's bleeding out, who, who's gonna, who are you going to look to be like, okay, we got to do this, this, and this. That's how we solve this problem. You ain't looking at yes. Doc Rivers. You yeah. ain't looking at James Harden. And you're not looking at Joel Embiid anymore. The guy you yeah. look at is Tyrese Maxey. That's the guy you look at. Yeah.
1: I just – I love – yeah. I love his attitude. I love that he's just out there and just because he's not really even a three point shooter. Yeah. But man, he was hitting some huge threes and he wouldn't get down. I think no. with James, he gets scared. I think with Embiid, he gets down. Yes. Right? He yes. gets frustrated. It doesn't he kind of hangs way. his head. Yeah. yeah he kind of hangs his head. He kind of gets into that Pitty fatalistic party. kind of victim mentality, right? Like, yeah. oh, dang it. It's happening again. It's happening again. again. Exactly. <laughs> And Maxi, he just—he's not like that, you know. He—he yeah. he maintains that kind of relentless. No, like we're gonna fight, and like you know, it's like what Shaq said about Kobe in the Utah series, taking the shots, being able taking to take those air balls, right? Because nobody mm. wanted to take the shots, and this They're kid afraid. was the one stepping up, taking the shots. And look, even if you miss, that's one thing. But Maxi, not only was he taking, but he was
0: hitting, and so I like him. I like him a lot, as they call him on Basketball Reference, Mad Maxie. (laughs) Mad Maxie. Tyrese
1: Maximus. I'm all in, by the way, on Maxie. Me too.
0: Me too. I'm all in. Yeah. Me too. If Harden goes away, and he basically looks like he's gonna, and even if he doesn't go away, like, he's shown his hand, right? His hand is, you know, Daryl Moore is a liar, and I'll never play for a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) Double thumbs up. Like – Maxi knows, like, he runs the guard position now. Like, yeah. this is his team, and so, yeah. sorry, James, like, you ain't getting anything anymore. Like, it's it's Mad Maxi time.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't need Harden. I, I it's addition by subtraction
0: in my in my opinion. All right, Joe, top half of the list. Let's go, number forty five. Forty five, Palo
1: Banquero, Palo. <laughs> Bancaro, 27 4, 43% shooting, rookie of the year. He looked very good. I, look, I liked him from the jump, right? Good I jump. saw him first game, Summer League, and I was like, he's legit. Yep. <laughs> he's a <the> real deal. I was like, I was like real deal. Rookie Sign of the up. year, hands down. Yep. Like, obviously, going to be the best player of this class. Well, we'll see long term, but like in the short term, for sure doesn't look like an injury risk to me. He's got freak athleticism. I love his athleticism. He's his big. shot. Yeah, he's big. He's strong for he's a He's strong. Whatever. However old he like he's like what, 19 or whatever, 20? 20. He's He is strong for a freaking strong. 20-year-old Six, kid. 10,
0: 250.
1: <sighs> oh my gosh. He's bullying guys already. He's bullying. He's guys. only going to get stronger. His spin move?
0: I'm like, "Oh mm. my, you can't stop that."
1: And the thing is, look, I was, I think the reason I was impressed by him is because his handle and his shot is better than I thought. Mm. Like year Mm. one, year Mm. one, right? He already can handle a little bit, a little bit better than I thought, a little bit better than Jalen Brown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we love Jalen Brown. And we love Jalen Brown. You know I love Jalen Brown. But dang, if he didn't freaking turn the ball over so many times. <laughs> Eight times. Eight times, game seven. He can handle oh. a little bit better than
1: Jalen And, like, his shot is better than I thought it would be. I yeah. thought he would have a kind of nasty shot in the NBA. Because, you know, and it's always, like, in college they're able to get by on a not. The full kind of thing. Yeah, with, like, these weird mechanics on their shots. But.
0: He was long fine, mm-hmm. and
1: he actually looks way better than I th- like. He was hitting threes at a better clip than I thought he would. Yeah, and so yeah, he had some inefficient games, but he's gonna learn to get to the spots he wants. He's probably gonna take fewer bad shots, and so I like Paolo. Yeah, I, I like Paolo. Obviously, can't be higher because no team success, and yeah, you know he's on Orlando, and so you know who they're knows still what's gonna, gonna happen with that. They're still yeah, gonna they're suck. Still probably gonna be bad, and. Is he going to be able to develop well? Like, no, he's not going to be an impactful player for the next probably two seasons. He's going to be stuck in this range. Yep. I think he'll move up, but he'll be stuck in
0: this range for a while until he can
1: play some meaningful games, have some meaningful impact.
0: He had a 33-16 and 16 game last season. man, And that was against SAC, the third seed oh, in I the West. Oh, I remember that game. That was a great that's, game. And that's, that's legit. Right, like he's Fox, not doing Fox it is against the game winner, like, though, Charlotte. That game, right? Yeah, he's not <laughs> doing it against Charlotte. You know, he's right. doing it against real teams. And so, mm-hmm. I, I think for me, everything you're saying, uh, is for sure true. I think what really like gives me confidence in him is he looks mm-hmm. comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah,
0: like he's just playing his game out there. Like, not all the shots are going down, you know, mm-hmm. but he's like playing comfortable. He's playing his game. In the NBA, and it's like working to a good degree. His problem is, he's the best player. He's the only offensive weapon in Orlando, basically. You know, yeah. Like you got Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony. Like what? What is that? That's nothing. Oh gosh, they're so bad. That's nothing. <laughs> you got Markel Suggs Fultz. We love Markel Fultz.
1: So bad. And, w- and let me just point out, Cliff, that neither of us were high on Jalen Suggs. No, <laughs> we thought he was super overrated coming in, yes.
0: and he looked so bad. He he basically is a poor man's version of Fred Van Vliet, and you know how we feel about Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> we love him. We love him. But not that high. Uh Jonathan and Isaac probably going to come back, you know. And so they got something going on, but sure. I don't think he's going to really unlock himself for no. a while. He's he needs They don't have the right something.
1: guys though. Man, a man, like if he had like a a Keegan Murray and uh a... You know what I mean? Like a Duncan Robinson or something. Like if they had some shooters on that team and maybe like a normal point guard. Yeah. <laughs> an efficient point guard. Yeah. If they got like a Tyus Jones, I think that would have helped them a lot. If they got like the, Tyus yeah. Jones, Keegan Murray, and a Duncan Robinson, imagine like that would be a much better team. Yeah.
0: For the me for the people that are like, dude, why is he higher than Van Vliet? That makes no sense. He shot better than him in his year first year. <laughs> and like he he's already got the twenty per game.
1: He's already twenty seven and four <laughs> on forty three percent shooting and it's rookie season. Rookie, his season. rookie season. His rookie season. His nineteen like, year old season. That's like close to
0: LeBron's numbers
1: in his rookie season.
0: It's really good. He's really good. But I have him all in no, not all in. I have him full I fold going down. Oh. Interesting. Because I'm of the gonna... situation, because of the hmm. situation let me let me think about this
1: let me look at I'm gonna glance at the list you know what i'm I'm all in oh, I'm all in on Paulo, yeah because I, I guess his based numbers, on the guys above You'll yeah, I, his numbers are gonna tick up it will I'm not really worried about injury. I'm not yeah, worried about no. off the court stuff and you know there's one other thing I love about Paulo. remember before the season last season he had beef um yeah. With, Who he had beef with again? Uh um, Atlanta. Murray, right? The, why am I with Murray? Oh, yeah. DeJounte Murray, yeah. yeah. He had he had beef with DeJounte Murray. Remember? And th- we were doing that whole villain thing. And by the yeah. way, they totally turned out to be villains. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. They were <laughs> like totally villains. But anyway, because people were questioning what we were saying about DeJounte Murray. They were like, yeah. this guy's not a I'm like, bro, I mean, first of all, not real life, but in the in the context of like basketball as a story. Of yes. course, he's a villain. Yeah, not yes. like he's a bad guy, but you know.
0: No, no, but, no, no. We yeah, never no, say that. that's never that. the thing with us. Why would okay? we? Why
1: would we be talking? It's it's metaphorical. It's anyway. all
0: the the narrative of the
1: NBA. Yes, but I love that. Powell, it didn't get to him, and he just he just didn't care. You know, like yeah. he just did his thing, and like that shows me he's a tough guy. I mean, yeah, he's like mentally tough. Yeah. And so I do. I think he'll. I think he might. He has more of a chance of yeah, moving up the move.
0: I don't think he'll drop down out of one or two spots. I think. I just believe in Maxi. Oh, That's what it is. I mean. That's I'm, what i I'm, I'm,
1: I'm in on Maxi too. I'm like Maxi. Maxi might, uh, Ma- Maxie might maybe be top some 40. higher guys.
0: I'm not in Ma- on though. Maybe, maybe Maxi <laughs> might be top forty. All right, Joe. Let's hit number forty-four. Let's oh, let's gosh. hit these quicker. <laughs> Here we go.
1: Forty-four. It's going to be a little surprising for some of you. 44, Bradley Beal.
0: Oh, no! Bradley Beal! The greatest acquisition (laughs) of the offseason in Phoenix! How dare you, Joe? How dare you? How dare you? Look, I know it seems like at
1: first you're like, Bradley Beal, isn't he like a top... I mean, if you're Cliff, you think like he's he's top 100. (laughs) But (laughs) for... I used to love Bradley Beale, by the way, and I used to defend him to Cliff. Yeah. Last season he was twenty-three, five and four mm. on fifty percent shooting, thirty-seven okay. percent from three. I mean he was he was efficient, he was good. But it's been, Cliff, five years since he's played more than sixty games. Five years. It's been three years since he averaged 20. He's he's done it twice, and that's what people remember. He was close to a scoring title. He never actually twice. won a scoring title, as Art they beat said him on out. Paul Steph George's podcast, because apparently they don't have uh, fact-checkers. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Steph beat him out that year. He averaged, I think, like 31, 31. 31.3. Uh, he's averaged 23 points per game two years in a row. Cliff, last season was – for me, it was last season. He had KP – he had yep. Kuz, and KP yep. played 60-some games, right? And Kuz was playing a best ball of his life. All three of them averaged, like, 22 points per game. And they couldn't make the playoffs. And Brad Beal couldn't even emerge as, like, the best player on that team. That's what really frustrated me. Mm. I'm like, how is Brad not looking like the best player? He's got help. They had a decent team around him. There were teams, you know, floundering kind of at the bottom of the East. They couldn't emerge. Like Atlanta was trying not to make the play. Like, I don't know what they were doing, but they were trying to like be bad or something. (laughs) Miami didn't look good for much of the season. Uh, Chicago was down there. Like the Raptors were down and they just could not emerge. You had legitimately three. If Brad Beal is a superstar, I mean, that's more than enough. If Brad Beal is like a top 10 player, that's more than enough to get the like sixth seed and like make some noise in the playoffs. Honestly. In the East. With all the yeah. turmoil that was going on in the East. Exactly. But they couldn't even do that. And Brad Buell on many, many nights. I watched a lot of Wizard games because I had K- KP yeah. on my fantasy team. And this guy just, he looked so whatever. Mm. Like so many nights. He just looked whatever. So I don't love the fit in Phoenix. I think it's much more likely that he moves down than he moves up. You
0: know, I'm a fold. I think you know. Again, everything you said. Also, since 2018, has been to the playoffs one time. One. one time. Yeah. Like, and the here's the other thing. You might think like if if he was still in Washington, I might put him top 30. I'm like, oh, you know, like there's potential for him to uh, sure. make a comeback or something emerge. Uh-huh. Like KP's out. Like something might happen. He's now going to be playing alongside Devin Booker and alongside Kevin Durant. And you're going to be like, oh, why are you averaging 16 points per game? I, what is may, he even going to do on that team? Why <laughs> did they trade campaign? Do? What is he
1: going to do? And the, and the other thing is, Brad Biel, if you look at his numbers over his career, it's like a clear bell curve. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like. He is some up-and-down guy. Yeah, it's like he had a clear emergence, and now he's having a clear decline. And that's just kind of what it's at. You know, that's not going to get better going alongside two of the NBA's best
0: gunners. Yes. Who are clearly (laughs) better gunners than you.
1: Clearly better. Yes. I mean, especially after last year's playoff performance from Book. I mean, is there any debate as to who should be taking, like, the last shot on this team? Like, Katie, Book, they're 1A and 1B. I don't care what order you put them in. They're 1A and 1B. And Brad is not 1C. You know, he's, like, (laughs) 3. You know? (laughs) Because that's just how it is, right? It's like, those guys (laughs) get the first four looks, you know? And
0: then then you'll throw it over to Beal. And I don't know. Dude, Brad Beal, to me, like, he's been whatever for so long. Like, you question if he was actually even good in the first place. Like, that's how long it's been. Like, kind of like how we've we've been subject to the MCU shows for so long. I'm like, was the MCU ever good? (laughs) Or am I just fooling myself? That is such an apt, sad (laughs) comparison. (laughs) But it's
1: true. Dang, man, I've lost all hope in MC. When a new yeah. show comes out, I don't even freaking care. Yeah. And Star Wars is in the same boat. Dang, Disney, you just destroyed all of our childhood dreams. It's like, who cares?
0: Who cares? You granted but Star Wars is better. game. Star Wars is better, though. I don't even know, man. I
1: don't know. It's, it's they... been extremely mid, Cliff. <laughs> I'm going to use the lingo, the lingo of the kids. It
0: has been very mid. Yes. Yes, it has been very it has been very mid. And Star Wars hasn't reached the heights no. that uh, the no. MCU has. But it also hasn't reached the lows, I think. It
1: hasn't reached the lows. I agree. It has not it's reached been, the lows. It's
0: been as as you say and as the kids say, <laughs> very mid. It's been very mid. I'm sorry. But the MCU has been so, br- low. <laughs> so low. So low. And that's how I feel about Bradley Beal. And Cliff, that's
1: how I feel about Brad Beal. Brad Beal has been extremely mid. I'm like, (laughs) when
0: When were you good again?
1: That's kind of where we're at, unfortunately. Look, can he move up? Sure,
0: but I'm not betting on it. I fold. All right. Me too. Let's go 43. 43. (laughs) BBB. Big ball of brand.
1: LaMelo Ball. LaMelo. He played 36 games last season, Cliff, and that's <laughs> oh obviously God. why he's ranked
0: Oh, my here. God.
1: Look, when he plays, I, I'll be honest, he is way better than I thought he would be. Yeah. He is he's way better than I thought he'd be when he plays. And fun to watch. He's very fun to watch. I don't love his shooting form, but who cares? He makes it. And his vision is great. But really good. he's a little... Little inefficient, 23-6-8 and eight on 41% shooting. And the big, big, big problem, Cliff, <laughs> with BBB <laughs> is that they just cannot stay healthy. Their father did not teach them how to work out properly. Lonzo Ball <laughs> is, like, on the shelf forever. They declared before the season that he's not going to play this another season after he didn't play last season. And LaMelo, I'm scared, man. I mean he's he gets injured a lot. His body doesn't look The problem with all the ball brothers, they don't look right. Like their their body doesn't look proportionate.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the correct proportions. They need thicker legs. Right? <laughs> like they should have thicker legs. Like they need some Yao legs. You know, they don't got that. I don't know about Yao legs. That's yeah, also I mean, not uh, proportional. Yeah, maybe,
0: not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. But I mean look at you look at yeah, a lot of the guys. Yeah, they're they have a stronger base. Yeah. And these guys turn their ankles too much. Like, but LeVar the, Ball know, is
0: like, you don't need
1: leg day. Who cares? <laughs> too many lower leg injuries. It's not good for basketball players. And so I got to just – I mean, maybe this is even too high. But, wow. it's again, one of those, it's one of those situations where he's amazing when he's on the court. But would you bet on it? Yeah. At this point. And I got to fold because I'm scared. And the track record is not good. And family history generally doesn't matter in the NBA. But in this case, I think it kind of does matter. <laughs> it's yeah, weird, some, but it's yeah. so, it somehow is relevant. So,
0: anyway. Somehow, I'm, I'm Joe, going. somehow Joe Jello is the most durable of the three ball brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Uh, 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 I'll go all in on Mellow. Oh, on Mello. okay. Yeah. okay. I'm like, I'll give him a chance, right? Like, Zion hasn't... Hasn't treated me as bad. He's st- he's only one season removed, or two, like True. two years removed from his All Star season, where he played seventy five games. Okay, maybe last year was a fluke. True, I don't know. So yeah. I I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. When he plays, he's great. Joe, let's hit forty two. Forty two, my boy. KP. KP. Kristaps Chris Chris Porzingis. Staps.
1: He actually played 65 games last season, most since 2017. 23, 8, 3, 1, 1. Oh, I'm sorry, 1 and 1.5 on 50% shooting. The OG unicorn. He is a beast. When he Mm -hmm. plays, he's very good. And Cliff, last season, I did watch him a lot. And he looks stronger. He looks like he's developed his base. Mm. He is mixing up his offensive game a little bit more. I think he was stuck like... He was one of those guys where like when he goes when he starts going to the post he'll go to the post like 10 times in a row and yeah. then when he's shooting a 3 he'll shoot like 10 threes in a row and like yeah. that was bad. I think that that was what caused some of his inefficiency. He's mixing up his offensive game a lot more. I think he's also pacing himself more throughout the game to keep himself from getting tired or getting injured and I like that. I think he's, you know, he's a little bit older and wiser. So
0: I've always oh. loved KP. I've always yeah. loved him. The uh, the problem is, of course, he gets hurt. Right. He all is coming into the season with plantar fasciitis.
1: <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I
0: I would have put like like if we're talking about why is he s- so high or why isn't he higher? I would have put him in like the thirties range mm. if mm. he was still in Washington. Oh. The problem is he's in Boston, and he's mm. facing the same problem that Bradley Beal is, where he is now the third guy. On a very flawed team. Yeah. (laughs) And this team, similar to the team in Phoenix, has no point guard. Mm. And unfortunately for KP, he is more dependent on somebody getting him the ball than Bradley Beal is. And unfortunately for him, Devin Booker and KD are much better passers than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and so i think the reason why he's in the 40s is because of that
1: one one thing i'll say though that i think is different for kp and why he doesn't have a chance i think in my opinion to succeed in boston is one past five seasons he's averaged about 15 shot attempts so Mm -hmm. he's not volume he doesn't need a ton of shots and he's the kind of the type of guy who like yeah, and he could just shoot long threes. Like he kind of bails them out a lot of times. Like even mm. with Washington, they, he would just bail them out on kind of a tough or a Yeah. You know, he's he's pretty efficient. Like in the lane, if he's got his feet under him, he's making it. Yeah, mm. I mean he's like you know, he's eight to eight to twelve feet away from the basket. For him, it's like a layup. It's just he's yeah. just kind of tossing it into the basket. And so and the the other thing is, Tatum is not like as good as he is, he doesn't always want to show up. Yeah, like there's days where he's just content to be like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna, have, I'm yep. gonna have 15 it's points. The games today. in yeah, Charlotte I just don't really it's care. The games yeah. in Detroit. Yep. <laughs> he just doesn't care sometimes. Like he doesn't have that kind of, you know, maniacal like drive where he's like, all right, every single night I have to play, I have to be a monster and destroy. You know, he's just like not like that. Honestly, he's just yep. not. That's not his personality. So I think KP actually might be okay in Boston. The more I thought about it. At, at least as far as his individual numbers, is that going to help the team? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. They do need a point guard, but I think he'll be his numbers will be more or less the same as last season.
0: I want to hit number forty-one, okay? Hmm. Bef- because this this is going to be the most controversial one here. <laughs> Joe, give us number forty-one. Number forty-one is to end our end. To end this t- top 10 or top 50, the first section, number 41, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard.
1: It's the climb himself.
0: Kawhi!
1: Kawhi Leonard.
0: Oh, my it God. Is, I'm sure
1: it will be controversial. I'm sure it will be controversial because, look, at his best, probably two seasons ago, we were saying he – Was potentially the best player. He's arguably
0: the best player in the league.
1: Arguably the best player in the NBA. Problem is, he hasn't played more than 60 games since San Antonio. Since he played in San Antonio. Oh my God. Is he amazing? Sure. He was 35, 7 6 on 55% in the playoffs, Cliff. But he only played two games. He played two games. He played two games before his body quit on him. Oh, no. guys, no. The problem with Kawhi is even more so than some of the other injury guys we've talked about. Kawhi is like all or nothing. Mm. He is not the guy who mm. like can come in and help you out a little bit and just like do a little bit here and there. Like KP's almost that kind of guy. Like he can turn into more of a role player and just like help you in limited minutes and like do something. Kawhi is not that, okay? Kawhi is a superstar who's going to carry you to a championship or he's nothing.
0: Mm.
1: He's just nothing. His body is going to just die. Right? Mm. Because the things that he deals with, the kinds of like knee injuries, the kinds of things that yeah. he's had, they're not little, you know, chronic things and they're like it's over. He has to just he's done. He's mm. he's he's on the shelf. Right? And because of the way that he treats injuries, also and the way that he treats his body, it's like he's not gonna play through a lot of this stuff, mm. and that's another reason where it's like you gotta be. Uh, I mean, look, over the past you know four seasons or what, like what is Kawhi produced? Like what's he done? The Clippers curse got broken without him.
0: <laughs> like
1: they finally went to the Western Conference Finals, and he wasn't even playing because
0: he tore so his, his what, ACL. What,
1: what are you going to do now? Like, at this point, the one chance that they had was the bubble, and he choked. He choked. PG choked. Kawhi choked. They were throwing shots off the side of the backboard. Rock Rivers. <laughs> they were they were waving the white flag. They were paving the way for the Nuggets. And so, look, at this point, I I – How can – Even all these guys above, they are all either – like proven themselves to be more productive on the court the past few seasons, or they have massive potential. And Kawhi, at this point, I think the potential is is it's dwindling by the second.
0: Ooh. that's what I think. I mean, cause what, look. Kawhi- Yeah. No, go. go no, you go. You go. I was gonna say, you know what Kawhi is like? Kawhi is like having mm. ace king on a flop that's all numbers. Mm, yes. And you're like, that's good. And someone bets, and you're like what do I do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I do here? I have yes. like the third best hand in poker. Mm-hmm. I have like the third best hand, but I have nothing. Yeah. And any logical reasoning would be like, you know what? I should probably fold here. Like, right. I got nothing. I got nothing going on. Or you could be like, I'm going to gamble and assume that an ace or king, I got two overs. Something mm-hmm. is going to happen on this flop. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels like to have kawaii. It's like everything is against you. But, like, if somehow he's healthy, you have the best player on the court. You may have the best player on the court for that night that you have him. For
1: me, Cliff, it's like, but it's the turn.
0: I see. I see. You're one card away.
1: Yeah, it's not the flop. It's the turn. And at this point, it's when you're watching poker on TV and those numbers, they're real small at this point. The chances you're going to win this hand, you know, you're, you're you're like four handed and it's the turn and you have Ace King. You got nothing. You just have two overs. That's all you have. You might already be beat. You might. Right. Like, like you might just be drawing dead, but you're just like, ah, but can I, can I lay this down? Ace King suited, right? Like big slick. Can I lay this down? Cause it, it, this is, this is the, the flaw, right? Like this is the error that people make. Cause you're like, oh, but it's so good. Yeah. You know those people and they just go to the river and then you end yeah. up just paying the winner because yeah. obviously you're beat but you're like I can't fold. I can't right? let it like, go. I can't let it go. I can't let it go and you're holding on but you're like you know all the cards are out now. <laughs> it's like now it's <laughs> now it's over, right? It's all the cards are out and you're just holding nothing. You're hold, you have an ace high and anything mm. on the board beats you and you're still like but I can't fold and you're being raised, right? <laughs> and you're like what do I
0: do? Right. And I think Hawaii is amazing. I, I think he's fantastic. Oh, but even for me, even for me, it's been four years. Twenty nineteen before the pandemic is before when he won. Is, is when he won his title, oh, man. Before COVID, guys. Before COVID existed in the U.S. Before Rudy Gobert. Touched all the microphones (laughs) is when he won his championship. Like, even for me, it's a hard pill to swallow to realize it's been that long.
1: It's he doesn't look right. Look, if if there was something out there, right, where it's like he looks normal again. Sure. You know, he doesn't look like a robot anymore. He walks normally. He looks agile. But even when he plays now, clip, he doesn't look right. Yeah. He looks stiff. Yeah. He's always looked a little stiff, but he looks even more stiff. His instincts are so good, and his body so is so good that he can so still manage to just be such an impactful player. But I just can't trust him. Mm. I can't trust him.
0: It is tough to trust him because he's had devastating injuries come And you're right. He looks stiff, right? He walks like he's 90. He doesn't bend his knees when he's walking. It's, like, so weird, you know? Like, when he's walking into the stadium, he's, like, carrying his gear, and he's just, like, kind of, like walking like he's already worked out crazy and he's like so sore, so he like walks all stiff. (laughs) It's like really weird. Like really weird that that's how he walks.
1: Yeah, it is how he walks.
0: But I can't let go of Kawhi. I can't let go of him because I I have to think, I have to think that he's going to put in, hopefully, Hmm. 65 games of work, right? (sighs) But 55 games
1: of work. (laughs) 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 To me, it's all about the playoffs, Cliff. If he doesn't make it through the playoff run, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. Because that's why you want him.
0: That's what you want him for. And
1: I will say, Because he gives
0: you nothing else. No team leadership. He doesn't give you anything else. He's just a mercenary for hire to win you a title. That's all he is.
1: Yep. And if you don't make a deep playoff run, at least – You know, if not a title, at least a deep playoff run, and he's got to be there for the whole thing. If not that, then why do you have him? I will say this, Cliff. I think if you're – it depends who you are. It depends what organization you are, like, for you. I know this is kind of a – you know, we've already stated our parameters. But if you're certain organizations, it's worth it to gamble on Kawhi, right? Because he could get you a championship maybe if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess from the perspective you look at it at, his number might shift a little bit, but for me, I just—it's hard to bet on him at this point.
0: Yeah, if I'm if I'm Milwaukee, I'm like, should I, should I go for it? <laughs> should I get Hold Kawhi and pair him up with Giannis? Dude, that's that's sick. Would would they take Middleton and some draft picks? Man, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I, I mean, I feel bad for him.
0: Yeah, I feel bad, but he has best player in the NBA potential. Absolutely, well, he had best player in the NBA potential. He still, to that, me, has top 10 potential.
1: Yeah, that's the other but thing, though. It's, it's like, all hypothetical. Not, yeah, even if he plays, is he top three? Is he
0: top five? Even if he's
1: completely healthy, it's like I I don't don't know. know, After this long,
0: not look at Jokic. I know Jokic. Look at Giannis. Look at Giannis is still still. out there. Look at Steph. I mean,
1: KD's still out there. Look at we're not even like talking about it now. Book is coming. Luca's still out there. You know how well AD played.
0: Not to give away, not to give away everything that's coming, but we have Kawhi at forty-one. Okay, you tell us if we're wrong or not, Joe. Of all these people. All these people in the top 10. Who would you bet on most to go up? Who would you bet on most to go down?
1: Man. This is tough. To go up? I would I would say Maxie.
0: Yep. He's my guy. I dad. agree. I agree. And Maxie down? Maxi to go
1: up. Down. Man. It's between... It's between Beal... <laughs> And Van Vliet Uh huh. Me too. But uh, man, this is crazy. But I'm actually gonna go Beal. Whoa! I'm going Van Vliet here. I'm actually gonna go Beal. Not because I mean, just I don't know how he's. What is he gonna do there? Yeah. What is he gonna do in Phoenix? They already got two guys who do exactly what he does, and they're
0: better than him. I don't know. It's not quite great. All right, that's it. Forty-one to fifty. Top fifty is coming. Thanks everyone for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate, give us five stars. We'll be back next week with forty to thirty-one. This is SBR. Let's go to Joe. Peace. Peace.